0: Welcome to What The Heck's Your Source for Warhammer Underworlds and under 30 Warhammer players with their fingers in the dike. I'm your host, Davey. I'm flying <laughs> solo today. I've got a couple of uh, guests, though, uh, we're going to introduce them in just a second. You might notice that this is an episode uh, that dropped a little early, uh, and we'll talk about that, uh, but that's why it's kind of an un, uh, unorthodox crew setup, but I have the dutch warhammer underworld's team from uh the world championships of warhammer and that would be val and willie how are you guys
1: great man i'm doing great hey Davey, great thanks uh for having us
0: uh yeah uh real glad to have you on I-, I had the pleasure of playing val a few times uh leading up to um warhammer championships uh just uh just representing a very, very small part of his prep and not very useful because, the, as I said on the last episode, the one warband I had him try it out against was uh, was not represented at uh, Worlds, but there you go. Um, for context, uh, this is being recorded on the 5th of December. Uh, we are still waiting to see when Dagok Stab Lads will arrive, presumably uh, come with some sort of universal rivals deck, but we, don't, we haven't seen any... Uh, hints of that just yet, so um, waiting for more on that. But we decided to drop an episode early because we uh, the podcast hit uh, 100,000 downloads over the lifetime. Uh, that's a pretty big mile marker for us. It doesn't include streams and all that sort of thing, which are more and more common these days. But um, for for meaningless numbers, it's a it's a more important meaningless number than some
1: congratulations but, man
0: oh yeah, yeah thanks yeah it's
2: a, it's a big big number man congrats on that <laughs> so yeah.
0: we're
1: getting famous here
0: yeah <laughs> exactly uh so uh we're bringing you guys on to talk about your world's experience uh and especially we just had g on from the canadian team and he had a one-of-a-kind uh, because he had he had Siren Eyes Razors on, that was the only one, and you guys each were the only ones to bring your particular factions, and uh, Willie, for you, that was the Gore Chosen, paired with Tooth and Claw, and Val, for you, uh, Headcracker with Breakneck Slaughter, is that correct? Yes, man. All right. Neck well, Breakers Mad Mob. Neck break is Mad. You know, that's perhaps the most important, important part of any deck building, is to come up with a good name for it so
1: uh yeah i I know i know (laughs) i i sent i sent the deck to the battle mallet guys to put it on uh, on their list of nemesis decks and they spelled neck breaks mad mob and i immediately complained and said no 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 guys it's neck breakers mad mob with an a in the end not an er because (laughs) the name it's all in the name man it's
0: all in the name yeah you got it uh let's see Hey, so we are going to jump into that, but before we get there, or we're going to do one of our quick segments here, this is a community shout out. And as you guys know, we use this to uh, talk about a uh, community member, creator, even just a member of our local or anything like that. Someone you wanted to uh, give some props to. Uh, we just recorded our last episode less than a week ago. So I'm going to, I'm going to tip the hat to you guys. Uh, do you guys have anyone you want to shout out? We'll start with you, Val.
1: Um, yeah. I would like to shout out the whole, the whole Dutch community and um, uh, all the guys who play with us every week, who've uh, been with us from the start. Uh, you know who you are. Um, also, the, the Straight Out of the Shades by a crew, as we call ourselves. Um, that's the name of our team. Mm. We, we got players from all over Netherlands, here in The Hague, Rotterdam, uh, Utrecht um, and a few other places in the countryside. So shout out to you guys. Thanks for being there. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, and especially with me when I tilt, when I don't roll a crit. So. <laughs> 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 That's what, who I want to shout out. Uh, Willy, you you have some more people? Of course. Uh, shout out to Val. That's uh, what we agreed on, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I totally agree uh, with Val, but also I want to give a more general shout out basically to the whole world, all the creators, all the YouTube, all the podcasts, all the people who are organizing events and putting basically selfless work into uh, making this the most awesome game uh, GW has ever produced.
0: Wow, solid shout out. You You guys get it. I, I'm glad to hear about that. We'll, we'll ask a little bit more about that here in a second. So, uh, what do you say? Let's get into it. Let's uh, let's talk some worlds here. Let's go, man! All right. So uh, let's start, folks. Uh, may or may not have met you online uh, or in there in the local somewhere uh, where you've been playing, but uh, uh, let's start with Val. Uh, give me a quick. What got you into Underworlds and uh, how long you've been playing?
1: Uh, It was um, August 2019 when my CrossFit teacher, Ruben, who is still part of our community here, said, yo, man, you got to play this game, Warhammer Underworlds. Oh, wow. Um,
0: <laughs> Was, so do you play at doing
1: burpees then? Is that... <laughs> exactly every crit, 10 burpees. <laughs> if, you know,
2: if you know Ruben, he, he's really doing that, man. That's no joke.
1: No, this, this guy, is he looks like Arnulf, basically. He's the real-life Arnulf. <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorites. I got to meet this guy. He's jacked, man. He's yeah. jacked. He could rip your head off. Come so, on. <laughs> He he told me uh, about this game, and he said there's a new season starting called Beastgrave in September. Buy it and we play. I'm like, what kind of a game has seasons? So what's he talking about? Anyway, I went to the uh, to the to the shop to the local games uh, games workshop when it was released. I bought the box, um, and I started playing, and. Um, on top of the playing, the painting also really—it it, even more than the playing, the painting really uh, keeps me um, uh, keeps me attached uh, to this thing, and um, yeah, I've been playing I, ever since, even through COVID, yeah, um, even now, and even though I've rage quit a few times, <laughs> 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 I plan to keep rolling those dice. I, I've. Uh have had you ever played or painted before that? No, not a game, not a game like that. Of course I had a Hero Quest and, and oh, yeah, these things when I was young. Yeah. Um but no, that was the first time I ever went into a Warhammer shop. Okay.
0: Uh, and
1: yeah. And just a little anecdote. So I um I had no clue how to paint this stuff. Mm, um, I still don't yeah so I I I went on YouTube I googled this, uh, I went on YouTube I watched that uh, official Guayama TV video how to paint it I got all the paints all the brushes they sold me everything basically you know package <laughs> but um, so I painted the warband and uh, and I think it was just a month later we went to Amsterdam um, to a tournament and I was, I think I was fourth in the tournament, but I won best painted. Oh, wow. What a With turnaround. First, I, I know Willie and the guys, they voted for me because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're my friends. And uh, it was not too bad at all. But, um, but I, I was I was driving home in the car. I was just like, this is what I'm meant to be doing, you know? This is yeah. like I finally found something that I can get fully into it, fully immersed, uh, you know, with all senses um, that I got. Wow! Really connected yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Awesome. Really
0: connected. Uh, all right, uh, Willie. What about you?
2: So, yeah, basically, I'm uh, kind of the opposite of Valentin. I've been uh, playing Warhammer since probably the age of 10, 11, something like that. And, uh, of course, I had my uh, my teenage uh, break when I found uh, girls and uh, booze more interesting than uh, <laughs> painting some Warhammer minis. And uh, I kind of got back into, into playing... Uh, GW games and miniature games at about, I would say, 25, 26, something like that. And that was with with the old Warhammer fantasy game. I played that pretty competitively throughout the whole of the Netherlands. And uh, then I switched to the 9th age, played that pretty competitively, trying to get into the Dutch team, stuff like that. And then they stopped uh, supporting everything and uh, I started working for a Games Workshop and uh, that forced me to play uh, Warhammer 40k finally. Played that pretty competitively for, uh, for a long time. Basically, actually, I played it for a month and I got second place uh, in the Grand Tournament in the Netherlands. So mm. uh, that was a game like, oh, I can get some successes with this one as well. And then, uh, yeah, I did 40k for a long time, but uh, yeah, basically after that, it's just too much time consuming, and uh, I started playing Warhammer Underworlds as of day one already, like uh, Shadespire first uh, first edition, first season, and uh, yeah, basically that uh, game really stuck with me, and uh, I found the community and uh people to play with and uh i haven't really stopped like during COVID, I, I took a little bit of a break and i missed like one or two seasons but yeah and then i think basically you can say that i played uh warm underworlds uh without an interval as of day one yeah
0: awesome all right um, so that's where you guys are coming from. Uh, you both qualified for worlds. Uh, tell me what the event was, if if I'm remembering correctly. It's actually the same event. Maybe one of you, one of you was golden and one of you was silver ticket coming out of there.
2: Yeah, really. Um, it, it, you go uh, ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's. It, I think it's a it's a fun story, but maybe you should tell it, how you're better at it.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have to tell it maybe in a slightly different way because. We, we we were recorded on a different podcast yesterday. Oh. Yeah. but Maybe. Okay. Let me give it a shot. So um, it was 2nd of September uh, in Nottingham. Okay. It was a, I think officially it was called Mini Clash. It was five games, best of one, rivals, okay. which <laughs> we wow. hadn't realized until like
2: like a week or so
1: yeah, or two so, weeks in advance we were practicing first championship then Nemesis, and then somebody said online oh I'm not going to this thing it's rivals and i are like what it's <laughs> rivals <laughs> <laughs> so I said Billy it's rivals <laughs> stop making your deck <laughs> hey, I, I said
2: to him what's rivals man I have a played rivals what's this is this new <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly so we went there um, we played our uh, first uh, four games. We won all of them. Um, and then Willie said to me while we were walking outside getting some fresh air, he said, let's make a deal. If we meet on the way to the finals and one of us wins the finals, he takes the other one to Las Vegas. Because we we were somehow led to believe that there's a plus one. Oh. And it's in Las Vegas, um, <laughs> and and then we said, yeah, let's make the deal. Um, game five, we didn't meet, but we both won, so we were both in the final. Okay. So we were already so happy. We're like, really, we're going to Vegas, baby! <laughs> <laughs> and we sent messages to everybody. <laughs> and then and then uh, I tabled him uh, round three activation one he was wiped i still had two guys left i yeah. was pandemonium he was uh gsp but then i couldn't score anything anymore because i needed the surviving enemy fighters so he oh, won no. by one glory in oh, the end oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> and then they said they gave him the golden ticket and then they said uh, no there's no plus one and it's not in vegas <laughs> and i was like oh no wow that's uh yeah but um, but then, um, and this story, not so many people know, but then I, I went to the organizers and they said, is there no way I can go? Can I just buy a ticket? Can I participate? And they said, yeah, we assume yes. Otherwise, they'll have no players. So yeah. they didn't know much about how it was organized either. Mm. But they said, yeah, we're going to write an email to the organizer and uh, we'll let you know in a few days. Okay. So that that was on saturday i think and on monday i wrote to them an email i to remind them um and i said look guys i was in the finale here Uh, i lost by one glory uh, for sure i i think i'm good enough Um, i'm willing to pay all my expenses myself and by the way those guys in canada had three qualifier spots uh, why don't you do the same here yeah, um because in the end, I was place three, not not two, because in oh, the end, sure. I just made the table by you know games one and then by glory difference or something like that, yeah, um, and there was another guy was then second place I don't know what happened to him, it was an English guy, but okay. anyway, two days later, I get an email from Zach, congratulations on your golden ticket <laughs> and I was in all right uh, that's how it went um and that's how we qualified did i miss yeah. anything really
2: it, it, it was a funny tournament for me as well like uh i actually find playing like i i come from a championship background obviously mm. and uh i find playing uh, nemesis and rivals actually spending almost more time building decks than um than playing championship. Like in championship, you just have a lot of obvious choices that you put in and then you just fill it up with some more niche choices. But like with rivals, it's actually finding that perfect combination because you're so limited to the cards. Uh, So I spend a lot of time on uh, building that, uh, well, on, on searching for what warband to pick for that tournament. Yeah, uh, And then uh, we found like in the rules spec that it didn't set they were using any better rules. So it didn't set anywhere. So I assume they don't use the better rules. And then, uh, mm. so yeah, the whole story from Val, you know it by now. But uh, then uh, I was at the tournament and they have this Friday evening uh, tournament as well. Uh, the Bachmann's Clash. And, uh, well, I didn't perform great, and then I talked to the the guys who organized it, and I said to him, like, ah, luckily, we're not going to use the battle rules tomorrow, right? And he <laughs> looked at me like, what?
0: <laughs>
2: yes, yes, we are. We sent an email on Tuesday. And I was like, oh, oh. God, <laughs> this as well, you know. So for me, it was just like, okay, it's a rivals tournament. We're going to use better rules. For me, this tournament is already over. I'm just going to have some fun and, uh, you know, I expect nothing. Yeah. And then the tournament happens and it was just one win after the other. And uh, then Val and me were in the finals uh, in the end. Yeah. That was quite a funny experience, actually.
1: Awesome. Yeah it was <laughs> it was because they made the they had the beta rules um for the GSP and they said they were not gonna use they were going to use them in that email. But yeah. in addition, two days before Yeah they
2: came so that right was with on
1: that. the yeah right. uh, yeah on Tuesday that the email was sent with the beta rules and on Thursday or th- Thursday they dropped the whole new uh uh, errata and faq where they had put uh th- there was no beta rules anymore uh, everything was a fixed rule already right and, right. and they yeah. nerfed they nerfed uh, the gsp there but also ephalims but right but since the ephalims was not a beta rule before and they had not mentioned that in that email yeah that only the gsp uh, Errata was used, but not the ephelims mm. Yeah, which it was, which was good for me and bad for Willy because we <laughs> were playing those two war bands. Yeah, it was
2: it was a it was a crazy uh, ride towards the tournament and the tournament itself. But basically, uh, the the good thing is we uh, stole two tickets from uh, from the British and uh, we 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 went to uh, Las Vegas. Uh,
1: oh. Atlanta, I mean, yeah, <laughs>
2: Atlanta, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Atlanta. <laughs> it, if you didn't know, you know, if you just spend it in the hotels, maybe you wouldn't know. Uh, I'm actually headed that's to Las true. Vegas for the first time coming up here. So, uh, I'll, I'll uh, be able to do a little comparing contrast, but,
2: <laughs> nice, nice. uh,
0: well, all right, that's how you made it. Uh, let's wrap it around to, uh, how you landed on your war band. So I'll let either one of you start. How did you pick your war band? Uh, how, were you considering other things, and uh, what what made you stick with that one? Uh, we'll start with the warband, and, and maybe it's just totally tied in with your uh, with your rivals deck that you paired with. Uh, but we can
1: follow that up next. Willie, why don't you go ahead? All right. So uh, yeah, the
2: the process of uh, picking the warband for the championships it was quite a long one because uh, yeah, we we basically I knew I was going as of the beginning of September. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah you're just gonna like I said before you know you're just gonna search for that, that perfect combination like I already decided I'm not gonna take GSP with the rival deck that I made uh, for the other tournament because without the better rules I think they're good but they're just not consistent enough you know Right. and uh, so basically my search um, yeah, drove me uh, more to towards the gore chosen in the end because what i really wanted like basically i had two things that i found very important and that was uh scoring a lot of passive glory without too much interaction Mm -hmm. and dice rolls of course and also um being consistent you know like on a tournament like that you don't have to score 25 glory Right. No, if if you have one game 25 glory, the other game 6 glory, uh, you're still going to lose the tournament. So basically it's better, in my opinion, to get like overall between like 13, 14 up to 18 glory. If you can get that very consistent with your uh, deck and the way you play, um, I think it's, it's a much better option. Um, and then also denying your opponent a lot of glory i think is, is very important mm-hmm. and i think drum does that very well uh i tried them with uh with a lot of rivals decks as well and like in the end i think you know they, they, they the warband itself they are accurate but like not super accurate yeah. So you need help with accuracy if you want to if you want to kill something, and,
0: right? Yeah, and my my experience they need help with accuracy, and they want help on surges because they only have four surges in faction, and three of them are kill surges, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. So uh, and and like I was trying them with fearsome fortress and uh, um, the void curse stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I also with the breakneck, you know, I, I, I basically looked it all and, um, yeah, I think, I think Toot and Claw was, uh, was, was and is still the best option. Also, what I really liked and what I always like with, with playing underworlds is like, in my opinion, if you play a best of one or a best of three, it doesn't really matter. But if you can have, one game where you have the element of surprise, mm. it can already win you one game. Yeah. Right? And that's yeah. one out of three because you surprise somebody. You know, that's already uh, like almost a free win uh, yeah. sometimes. So uh, my thinking was also like, okay, people are going to face drum. They're going to yeah. see to and claw. They're going to think like, oh, take some distance away. I uh, should off center the board stuff like that yeah which is actually exactly what i want yeah so uh even if you lose the board roll off you are usually because you have this surprise for the first game you are usually in uh in a situation where you can still get the kind of boards that you want Mm -hmm. uh, and even having the three objectives which you don't really care about but uh yeah there's just one objective in there that you actually care about it. But, um, yeah,
0: yeah. You just need one near no man's land, right? For the, yeah,
2: exactly. And that was, that was my like overall plan of this deck was like, okay, I, the furthest I need to go out is one hex from no man's land or worst case scenario. I need to have somebody with a combination of eight wounds slash blood counters in no man's land if i cannot get the other uh way of scoring that card
0: yeah that's their three glory end phase uh which one is that one called again it's uh Uh,
2: it's grim satisfaction
0: grim satisfaction how often do you say that uh grim satisfaction scores with the having eight total counters or having four people wounded
2: well you gotta see this card as a as a either score it For the first one condition uh in the beginning of the game yeah or you're gonna score it later in the game uh with one of your big guys so yeah basically the first condition you usually score it like in the first round or sometimes at the end of the second round and then the last condition you usually score at the end of the second round or yeah totally in the end of the game uh and it's a uh, it's a pretty important card because I, I would say you score it nine out of ten times because that's like the main card in the deck you're kind of working towards you know you're just putting out some damage there something damage there walking to a Lethal hex yourself every now and then and then uh, you got it right
0: right I I have scored it in the past by doing exactly that I, I had uh, I think I had to score it on drum and I. Had had to spend a blood tithe to use a different card, and so I was a little lower than I wanted. But I yeah. wiped the enemy out, and then my last two activations were walking back and forth through a lethal hex. Thankfully, I was speed four, so I could hit it a couple yeah. times on each turn just to pile up enough damage to score it. But yeah,
2: I had a, I had quite a funny situation with uh, with the first game a month first activation. Uh, he put. Uh, the card on me that every time you make a move action you get one damage yeah from, uh, i don't know the name of the card but uh, yeah and we were like
0: uh it's a uh, frozen in place i think yeah is frozen in
2: place. and we were super far away from each other right so i was like and i had i had uh, the the grim satisfaction in my hand so yeah. i was like hmm this is an interesting question because maybe it was on uh, Goro, by the way. Maybe I yeah. just want to make four move actions. Yeah. Uh, I, I was. I, I'm gonna. I was gonna have the last activation anyway. So I was yeah. like, maybe I'm gonna make four move actions and get four wounds and, and four, four blood,
0: blood tides, because it's activations where you're scoring it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, but then uh, after uh, we, we called in the judge to see if it actually works that way, and they. Took quite a while to uh, <laughs> to to figure it out, uh, but in the end they they ruled it like that's not gonna happen because in the wording you you gonna have it afterwards and uh, blah blah blah. So it, it wasn't happening, but I thought that was a funny situation that I almost. Uh, Got away with uh, scoring that card by just making four move actions and staying away, basically.
0: That'd been kind of amazing.
2: Yeah, w- and then uh, with the deck, I think there's about uh, seven or eight cards in there that don't really require any interaction uh, for scoring. Yeah, uh, there's
0: there's one in there that uh, it, on on paper I thought it would. It's an uh, embrace savagery, a surge if everyone is is uh, savage. But I realized you could do that just by activating a fighter, choosing to stagger them. Yeah. Um, and so that's a surge you can actually score without ever making those charges, which is usually yeah. the way somebody might score it.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's, I would say a uh, brave savagery is one of the easiest uh, to score. Like it's actually funny with, uh, with the way I play it and the way I think of it. I, it, it goes against all the other uh, rules for Warhammer on the worlds, like when you pick up your objectives, you're like, oh, do I have any surges? I need two or three surges, preferably, you know, gonna roll yeah. start scoring. I actually prefer like solid and face cards in my opening hand with this mm. deck. like mm. uh, i I really prefer uh, what's it called? Let's uh, uh, worship in battle is a good for your opening hand. Uh, glorious battle is a great one for your opening hand and then you know something like blood cost you. you you're basically if if you have these three cards and you can play the game that you don't interact you're gonna deny probably a lot of glory for your opponent yeah uh, let,
0: let me ask you about worshipped in battle with because it's with the wording if all three of your fighters have blood tie then all three have to be within one Uh, did you ever have anyone cop to that and and figure out that they could deny it by pushing somebody away? Or did you ever have to like, okay, I'll just spend a blood tithe off this one guy who's going to be farther away from no man's land uh, to make sure that my two get it?
2: That's actually interesting. I never looked at it that way. It says two or more surviving friendly fighters eats up one or more blood tithe counter. Yeah. And those fighters are within one hex. So if you have two with blood tithe counters, you can have two in... In the middle right that's enough
0: uh yeah i mean uh, i think kairos is one who uh, caught me to maybe a different understanding of
1: that but so no you- sorry if i may interject i mean the way that this reads is you need two fighters that have a blood tithe and they are within no, one's hex ter- uh, no one sex one, no one hex of no one's territory yeah. but if you have three fighters with the blood tithe counters all of them have to be within one hex of no man's territory because right. yeah. it says those fighters. Yeah. I never
2: really read the card like this, so I might've been cheating uh, with it. Uh, but I, I, now that you tell it to me, nobody have told me, I think, I think that could be the case. Uh,
0: I, I think it's yeah, possible. I
2: think most of the time when I have scored this card, there's going to be three guys there or two guys with blood type counter and the other one without the mm-hmm. blood type counter. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, and then I think the other thing that was good for you with this tooth and claw pairing was you had easy access to bump up to an extra point of damage. Uh, yeah. so all of a sudden the, the Gore hole could be ma- throwing fairly accurate four damage attacks. Um, which was yeah, with different.
2: with uh, of course, uh, feral instinct. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, feral feral instinct is a uh, very much a double edged sword. Uh, it it kind of traps you to see it as a plus one uh, plus one damage card like great strength. Yeah, uh, but the downside is actually can be quite crippling on your game and. Uh, there's some timing to this card when you want to put it on or not especially with with these big guys you know because what what happens a lot of time is you're gonna send one guy in he's gonna smash faces kill everybody <laughs> but along the way he's gonna get beat up as well right yeah And you want your beat up guy to be pulled back as far as possible uh yeah. out of harm's way and then let one of the other big guys take over to start smashing faces again that makes uh, sense and then when you have a card like uh feral instinct on there it actually you you can't do that anymore yeah yeah so it, good point those with a bit of timing Um i, I would say uh you got R- red incarnate with uh plus one damage range one range two if you've got three blood that counters uh that's that's a much more. Um, it's That's a, a nice way to get way to way that. Yeah. Doing that plus one damage, I would yeah, say. Yeah. Uh
0: I'll ask you just a couple more questions and we'll move over on to, on to Val and and his build here. I'm gonna i I'm gonna guess this is a quick answer here, but uh Drom, prior to the new charged out rules, that enrage ability was pretty interesting. Now that charged out has become you know, once all figures have charged and they can continue to activate. Uh, have you did you ever find yourself using drum's enrage ability in the game?
2: Not at all. Not at
0: all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I always uh, it's there's two things, well, three things. I always forget with this game nowadays. It's drums ability. <laughs> it's it's you can make a barge and putting a, a ice token down when you kill somebody. <laughs> you know, yeah, those are the three things. I I uh, somehow I just. Can't get those into my brain uh, that I need to use those uh, those tools that you got.
0: I'll tell you exactly that. The uh, the rule for I think it's pillage where you get to place a available. I I just finished playing a game against uh, Hexbane, and with all the range and the pistol, it would have been really handy for me to lay lay a, a ice pillar down to protect yeah. some of my guys and i just could not for the life i even promised myself at the start of the you know the second game like i will <laughs> i will turn one of these dogs into a nice pillar and i, I did not well,
2: I, I i got a nice trick for uh, remembering stuff like that because uh with the gsp i had the same with uh, beast counters on right you yeah. have to put them uh, after your activation on them blah, blah 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 we all know how the rule works and what i did when I play GSP and you can do this with, with the counters as well, I think you just have, I always said, you know, I'm going to place this beast counters for GSP. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to place them on before I activate it. So I don't forget it. They're not on there yet. They're not the beast yet, but after the activation, they're on there. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that was the only way I could <laughs> not forget that. And I think with, With stuff like the the ice pillars you're talking about, you can do the same, you know? You just have to put them next to the board or like somewhere when they're in your vision and you get remembered of them and then you just say before the attack action, okay, if I'm going to kill you, I'm going to put ice counter down. So, you know, something like that, you know? So you at least... uh, Because for me with this game, usually most of the thinking is happening before the activation. Yeah. After the activation, I really uh, need to, yeah, make a moment for myself to remember. Okay, I need to make a reaction. I need to score. I need to do this and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before it's already a long thinking process during the power step during your opponent's activation. You know, everything already happened.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, that I I'm inclined to make a very detailed plan and then just get caught up in that dice roll and what happened with it, yeah. and then miss some of the important reactions or, or what have you.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know, I know the feeling.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm, so you, I'm just going to start putting the, the, the ice uh, tokens under the enemy fighters already. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? He's going to die. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, might, I might poster putty one to the
0: back of the hole just so when he kills somebody, I'm like, oh, right, yeah. Uh, Tell me. This. So this is my last question for you, and then we're going to move on to Val uh, for for this segment here. But with the Gore Hulk, uh, th- that choking grip, right? That's his more accurate attack, and you can spend Blood Ties at. Uh, yeah tack on a little bit of damage, which is, uh, it doesn't line up with most kill surges if if you kill that way, but, uh, it can be good. But that one, what's important to know is that it puts a move token down. Were you able to ever able to use that to deny somebody getting everybody fully charged that, that that's a scenario that I've, I've thought about, but never successfully landed. Um, Yeah.
2: to be be honest i i don't uh think i did and i think i forgot to use the move token to put it on like most of the times as well Mm -hmm. uh and to be honest i don't use that attack a lot i use it later in the game uh because
0: uh do you have a puissant strike in there for exact damage Something like that,
2: you know, yeah, and right. and uh, especially if you have rot incarnate or feral instincts on there, it becomes a pretty dangerous attack, you know. You you're rolling yeah. four hammers, five hammers with some cleave in there, yeah, uh, or or uh, something else, and then reroll and and you, uh, yeah, you do two or three damage and you do one extra damage. It's still four damage, you know.
1: Yeah. I, I think you you use it on me always when you want to score a toyed with. <laughs> and yeah. You do one damage with a choking grip, um, then you score a toyed with, and then you spend the blood tithe to finish me off. Uh, no,
2: you don't score a toyed with uh, like that. So I don't no? think ever used it that way. But uh, You can't? You know, with and Dark Command is just uh, it's, it's a great combination. That's or, a nice
1: combo, yeah. Are uh, you sure? With yeah. and uh, well, you know, there's a. Oh, you're right. You're right. Let's yeah. take a
2: quick look at the at the ping damage that's also in there because I think that's.
1: No, it. but you're right. But you can play your Dark Command and then finish me off. Yeah.
2: Yeah, something like that, or wound the realm, or. Uh, blood boil, or you know, you can even push somebody in a little hex with with some cards. Yeah, uh, uh, uh,
0: and you can create them with uh, with the the uh, what's the upgrade for uh, Herricks? Yeah, you, the white hot anger. You, anger. Yeah, white hot yeah, yeah. anger. That is a card yeah. that I did not rate, and uh, I actually tried your deck the other day, and was surprised by how much I liked it. Just because it uh, a successful attack early in the round creates this persisting ring of lethals that you can move around or or manipulate yeah. people into I, it was much better than i gave it credit for so uh, it's, uh,
2: it's uh it's it's a fun card and it's uh y- y- you can also use it quite well to to block off certain areas especially if you play like an offset uh y- yeah. you can almost block the entire middle with with lido access yeah uh mm-hmm. And it's funny because every time you play this card, uh, people are always like, oh, I've seen that. What happens? Okay. So, this means, <laughs> so does this mean that when you make a move and walk through me, I get a damage? No, no, no. That's not our little <laughs> right. <access> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: would be, would be super awesome, but no,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but it's a, it's, it's a, it's a fun card, but this <laughs> is also one of these, uh, we talked about it. One of these reactions after a successful tech. Yeah. Uh, I tend to forget a lot of times, which uh, yeah. did cost me some points, probably did this yeah. one
0: yeah, yeah well all right uh, and and I talked a ton about that because I had I played my pairing had been void cursed with these guys recently. Um, uh-huh. But, uh, I very much enjoyed them and, uh, I keep looking into them. I got, I got to get them painted though. They're still, they're staring at me. I can see them right now just in their plain red plastic, but
2: yeah, that's the thing. When, <sighs> like I, 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 I hate paint. I hate painting. I, I, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I used to paint a lot and I, I enjoyed it, especially when I was working in the GW store. I spent a lot of time painting miniatures there, yeah. uh, and the thing is, I, I, uh, lost my vision in one eye so I can only see with one eye. So for me, painting is all, is very intense on the, on the mind as well. Mm. Uh, but I, 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 do like it every now and then, but I have no more stuff. So I, I basically, I never paint anymore and I just ask people to, uh, to paint for me if they want to, or I give them some money for it. Uh, but with the Gore Hulk, a friend of mine, uh, his name is Uh, uh He's from uh, the YouTube channel from the Rotterdam White Scars. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you. Uh, and uh, he came to my house with, with a lot of paints and he said, like, hey, man, we're just going to do one day of painting and we're going to paint your warband. You're going to do it. So I painted them quite early in the process of going to the World Championships. And this also got me, like, a bit emotionally attached. Like, along the way, I was, I was thinking, like, ah, oh, there are better options to take to the World Championship. But I don't have them painted up, and I painted these guys. I like the way they look. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to take these guys, you know?
1: Yeah. He even, put, he even put a new hat on drum that looks exactly like his own face.
2: <laughs> yeah I, I i i i i like to make like a funny backstory like with these uh with this with this war band. i <laughs> imagined it like uh drum being uh, like the big elderly brother uh <laughs> that is like the wise guy of the tree and then you have herox which is like the super annoying little brother that's always want to play with his big brothers and just <laughs> being very uh hyperactive you know yeah. And then you have uh, Drum, which is like an insanely strong middle brother, but not the smartest you, guy out there. You mean
1: the Hulk? the Gorhulk. Hulk, Gore,
2: the Gorok. Sorry, yeah, the Gorok. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but okay, Willy. But I heard you tell the story to somebody else in a different way. You said Drum, that's you. The Gorhak is Ruben, which is the CrossFit coach I mentioned, <laughs> yeah. and Herrick's the annoying guy is me. <laughs> yes, uh... <laughs> That's how you told the story of the world championship to the people. Oh, yeah, you've
2: got to use your imagination a little bit, right? We're, we're, we're brothers, right? We're all brothers. That's uh, uh,
1: true. <laughs> well, uh, but, all right.
2: But, uh, I, I really uh, enjoyed playing it and. Uh, I really enjoyed the whole world championship. It was uh, like every battle really felt like uh, a battle, you know? Everybody who played, uh, there was just such high level of uh, competition over there. Uh, so, yeah, I really liked that. It was, it was a very intense four days, but uh, a very good uh, four days, yeah.
0: That's awesome. Uh, Val? yeah let's 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 talk uh let's talk to you a little bit how how soon did you land on head what else did you consider and then how did you come to pair them <clears throat> with breakneck and what else did you consider there
1: yeah i was playing Ephelims from when they came out mm-hmm. um i didn't want to play them i wanted to play the storm coven yeah but we had to ch- we had the world team championships coming up may june and we had a Dutch team and we all had to choose a different war band. And just as I wanted to type, I call Storm Coven into our WhatsApp group. <laughs> another guy said, uh. I call this on Storm Coven. And I go, okay, but I don't want to play an old war band because other people are going to be more experienced with them than me. And I'm tired of GSP, which was, was uh, I was playing before. So I said, fine. I'll play Ephelims. But I played them half a year almost um, very successfully with First in Championship, um, then with um, Fearsome and Fortress. And I think ah, that that is so strong, that combination. It's oh, yeah. insanely strong. Concur. Yeah, but but as time drew closer to the World Championships, we had Voidker's Thralls coming out. Yep. it's not nice yeah. even with fearsome fortress is not nice for Ephelim. and then you had um the force of frost coming out mm-hmm. and i don't want that avalanche on my guys because yeah. they cast that you got two vulnerable fighters with one wound two with two wounds and one with three wounds. Yeah, uh, and uh that takes five of your 14 total wounds away so i said oh uh <laughs> That's going to be hard. Plus, on top, uh, you had the Thricefold Discord with their false gifts. They can screw up even more.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so these three things in combination made me think, ah, let's look somewhere else. Okay. And then I said, okay, um, what, what, what's the new stuff that came out? Okay, Breakneck Slaughter. These objectives look really awesome. Which warband could I pair it with? Because it makes you really fast. So let's look at all the slow warbands that could benefit from it. And I literally built a deck for every warband since season one. Uh, Every slow warband like Steelhards, um, Magors, Magors, um, Iron Skulls. Yeah condemn us, everything. And with head crackers, it just clicked. Yeah. It just clicked the other second. The second one was, uh, the vampires crimson court, oh, yeah? but even there, the, I didn't like the objective deck so much. Okay. Um, and of course I wanted to have a war band that has, uh, four wound fighters mm-hmm. because of the ping. I yep. don't want to be pinged to death. So let's take some guys, bulky guys, that can tank a lot of damage, which they can. Uh, Plus they have the um, thick height. No, not thick height. Is it called thick height?
0: I think it might be that you just ignore the- Yeah, thick height, that's
1: what it is. If you take one damage, if you would take one damage, you take zero damage. And that just just clicked. Uh, But that was only, I I would say, it was maximum three weeks before the world championship, so like two weeks before we had to submit the decks um because the the, the new box didn't come out much earlier, right um maybe four weeks earlier, I think yeah and
0: yeah, that's what we were talking with G was he wanted to run Sirenize, but he didn't know if he'd get them in time to paint them, yeah, yeah
1: so So, so, yeah may
2: may i may add to that i think it's uh you're you're pointing out a pretty interesting point i think in uh in in the current state of the game how i feel it is uh like wounds the amount of wounds you have is actually one of the more maybe underrated uh things like you know, with with the orcs, you basically have like uh, a eighteen wound with damage reduction uh, warband running around, uh, which is very powerful, I think. Mm. And the same can be said from Drom. You know, with with the yeah. healing in there and uh, the amount of wounds, it it uh, it it's gonna deny a lot of glory for your opponents because you're not that easy to kill. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that makes and, sense. Yeah.
2: Usually nowadays, if you try to make a deck uh, in rivals, you're kind of forced to take some kill surges. Yeah, uh, and that's a big thing because it's going to be hard to score those against the bigger guys, you know, mm-hmm. with the tougher right.
1: guys. And you probably can't imagine it, but the Headcrackers was the last four fighter, each four wounds warband that was released. Yeah. Yeah, there was none in between. Um, so, but I had a second reason. I already mentioned it yesterday. But <laughs> so, sorry guys, if we're repeating things here, but um, bear with us. So, I was once once before I was on a podcast um, with Max Bernstein. Yeah. Um, talking about the the headcrackers mad mob and. I got invited. I didn't know what I was talking about, Um, but we still did it. He didn't know what he was talking about.
0: That Um, was Max's charm.
1: Yeah. So I said, I have to vindicate myself by bringing this war band to the world championship. So (laughs) (laughs) I I have to show the world I wasn't just talking smack, you know? Fair Um, enough. So, um, and As I said, so coming back, uh, as I said, uh, the the objectives, they just clicked. Because, I mean, there's just so much overlap. Yeah. Um, Basically, just charge into enemy territory, and you're going to score already um, 12, 13 glory without even making a kill, basically. Yeah. I mean, if, if you look at my objective deck, we got... The things that just require you to charge is, or being in enemy territory. Here we go. Great hunters. You just got to be in enemy territory, basically. Okay. And have primacy, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got eager for the fight. Just charge. Fastest around. Just in enemy territory. Gale force. Also, just make attacks. Need for speed. Just move or charge. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's already 11 glory, I think. Yeah, uh, roughly. And then you got out of control, uh, which also happens because uh, I'm going to have a lot of momentum counters. Yeah. Then I got bring it on. But they're going to charge me. It happens automatically. Yeah. So and, I'm and already Nemesis, at like-
0: In Nemesis, it's very unlikely that you get one shot on that, right? Like-
1: Yeah, with a four wound fighter. Yeah, also. exactly. Yeah. So that's already like 13 or more glory that I can. One, uh, two. 3 for 5, plus Primacy for the Great Hunters. Okay, 3 for 5, 6, uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Th- that's 13 glory, excluding Primacy, with not a single kill. Yeah. Yeah. Or so, not a single successful attack. Yeah.
2: So, Valentin, I, I wonder, right, uh, how much would you say the whole Primacy mechanic uh, won new games?
1: Uh, I can tell you so <laughs> yeah because okay match versus G I won okay 2018 uh, 2016 that's three primacy uh, maybe it made a difference 1815 that's three glory for primacy 1415 that's for sure primacy um I had a lot of matches that that were uh, very tight uh, I think a lot of matches are won like uh, with primacy
2: yeah decided by primacy and and yeah. also was your opponent to uh, able to score some kind of form of primacy from you because it's very hard to steal the primacy from you
1: yeah it's very um hard. they only they only can get it when they uh, kill headcracker That's the only chance they have basically
2: well you know because Boro can just one smash you with some upgrades yeah, yeah. but <laughs> uh,
1: but um, Yes, of course, that's possible. But I would say in 90%, perc- I wasn't playing against uh, the Gorehawk, but in 90% of the games, they don't get primacy at all.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and in 95 and, and even if they get it, they still don't score it because I'm going to get it back with the next kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they right. basically oh. have it only... If the last thing they do in a round is kill my boss, yeah. yeah,
0: and then every once in a while you can still grab it back with a gambit,
1: yeah. Even yeah. then, I grab it with a gambit or or with just uh, moving on to an objective with yeah. Uh, yeah but it's with a nice good crazy, goal if you if you think about it. It's
2: crazy how strong it is, right? Like yeah. people actually spend upgrade slots to put some key on there to be on an objective at the end of the game, something like that. You know, get an extra yeah.
1: glory, yeah. yeah.
2: And it's it's almost the same kind of glory as you can get with the whole premacy stuff. Plus it also helps you with, with a lot of other stuff. I think premacy is a, uh, is a very much underrated uh, mechanic.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, uh, and Val, you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but uh, I think, you know, even in, in the best case scenario for the, your opponent, uh, they somehow, avoid a lot of engagement in round one nobody dies uh they steal it from you one round because they managed to kill a head crack himself and then you get it one round so in the best case scenario it's a wash but that's a pretty rare situation uh a more common might be maybe they can deny it once and you get it twice for two or they get it once and you get it twice so you're you're commonly getting one or two glory net gain and then sometimes you get it all three rounds and it's three glory net gain if you if you just designed a warband that said you're going to start anywhere from one to three glory ahead oh man yeah. that's that's and, something else
2: and 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 just a question for you did you actually say you're gonna avoid the ice skating orcs somehow you, you can't avoid these guys they, they no, don't yeah skate, yeah eight uh whatever man they, they're yeah. super fast so yeah.
1: that was also actually that was after i played this deck a few times that was also the reason why i switched away from Ephelim to these guys because they just destroy Ephelim. Yeah. yeah. They just destroy him. If I draw um, devastating charge plus one damage, and maybe another card, or I inspire, or I have a push, Ephelim can't hide anywhere. Yeah. A- and and I'm just I'm charging him with um, uh, with a uh, 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 wallop. Yeah. Four damage. Dead. Over. Um, <laughs> I guess Primacy is super easy from them. Um, they, they they have no chance, unfortunately. I was not paired against Ethelim uh, at all during the World Championship, but I knew Ethelim has he can be wiped very mm. quickly by an aggro warband uh, that can reach him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Valentine, Vel- I-, I I'm curious wh- what what would you say was the hardest matchup for uh, for your orcs
1: Yeah okay um let me just finish quickly the objectives then yep. we go there if you don't mind Yeah because that's also uh, good to know so basically so then I have uh, some things that require me to attack uh, and make kills rapid strike and smash them and f- not fast enough um Basically, if you make – if the cards are or the sequence that they come out is okay, you make one kill per round and you score all of this. Yeah. Um, or even against the three-fighter warband, you just make two kills uh, in the whole game and you still score all of this, even great hunters. Yeah. Um, and they cannot take that away from you anymore. And there were really a lot of games where I just had a nine glory third end phase.
2: Oof. Great,
1: great hunters for three plus primacy plus smash them uh, plus fastest round. That's yeah. nine glory. Yeah. Of course, you don't draw all of them some uh, at the same time in the last round. You, you, you draw maybe one of them in round one or at the end of round one and you just hold on to them. But so many games I won where the opponent already thought they had me and then boom, nine glory. Yeah. That, that happened so many times. And and the game that in preparation, the game that finally convinced me was to take these guys was against the arena And I kept the screenshot of the of the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. There were five arena. <laughs> No wounds on them at all, and all my guys are dead. Okay, I didn't hit a single attack, maybe one, and then they healed. Yeah, and I still won the game. <laughs>
2: right. <All> right. <laughs> yeah. Was this was this against uh,
1: hmm. against Rob? <laughs> Might have been uh, one hurrah. of our guys here. <laughs> You're a horrible person. But, and and this is the great thing about this deck, um, is that. It's aggro. It's very dangerous for your opponent. But even if I don't hit, I can score a lot. The only way I can lose is if they really outgrip me substantially and my cards come out in the wrong sequence. Yeah. They can still kill me. But if my cards came out in the right sequence, I still win. Or yeah. or the other way around, I kill them and my cards don't come in the right way. I still win. Yeah. The only w- <laughs> the only way they can beat me is if my cards come out wrong and they outcrit me. Unfortunately, <laughs> that happened two times <laughs> in the world championship <laughs> and that's how we come to my toughest matchup. My toughest matchup was actually a basically aggro that can outcrit me uh, and uh, and out out aggro me and they my pairings, I was really – I was unlucky. Of course, it's never my fault. It's a chance. <laughs> but match just to illustrate, match one was against G with his razors. I won 3-0 against them. Yep. Uh, even the longboarding cannot keep me away yep. um, because I can make a – I made nine move, nine hex charges. That's possible, you know. Um, wow. With a plus two move upgrade and a plus three move gambit. And I'm there, yeah. But then the next one, match two was versus Sac. He was playing the worst combination for me: uh, crimson court with void curse throws. Yep. And the crimson court, they also four four fighters, four wounds each. They roll on hammers, not on fury like I do, and they defend on shields, most of them, not on Dodge like I do, right? And uh, this is this is basically my nemesis. Um, I won the first game twenty three thirteen, but the second one he clawed back twelve fifteen, and then the third one was twelve sixteen. But even those games, they were just like if I hit one last attack, I'm going to score six glory in the end phase and I win. But I just didn't land it because I rolled for this damn fury. But the, the the and the third match then was so he won 2-1 in total. Next yeah. was match was again Crimson Court. Oh. Yeah. And that guy was playing um tooth and claw. And he just uh, he outcritted me for three games. No exception. When I think wrote, I didn't
0: realize there were two crimson Court Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because Zach was the ringer, oh, and he yeah. was not in those lists. He came on the first day. Mm. Um, he was not in those uh, in the lists that uh, that were public um, before.
2: Yeah, when we had to uh, put in, the, it was like one week or two weeks in advance. You had to put mm. in your.
1: Uh, we had to submit the deck. You yeah, submit
2: the deck and everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And well, and he didn't ahead. have uh, so. And he played the vampires with tooth and claw. And basically, I swear it, when he had rolled two attack dice, it was crit success. Three attack dice, it was double crit success. Four <laughs> attack dice, it was triple crit success. Yeah. Every time. Uh, he just wiped the floor with me, 3-0. I had no chance at all. Oof. But,
2: but you um, know, When you play a tournament, there's always one game where your dice rolls is gonna be yeah and your opponent's gonna roll super good that's i think that separates like the strong players from the 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 other players as they can somehow cope with that and persevere through that yeah and like mitigate the damage from this one game and then still come out on
1: top you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying I'm not one of those players. Thanks. That's, man. Oh. That's exactly what I understood it as. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the thing is, also, I played it a bit wrong, and I, I learned a, 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 a few things along the way. Unfortunately, uh, too late, because against them, I wouldn't have, I shouldn't have played my usual uh, aggressive game. I can let them come to me because they also have to do the same uh, and play a little bit more counterpunch. Oh. Um, I could have done that also, especially against Zac. the void curse have a lot of tricks, which I wasn't so aware of, or I didn't know how to play around it yet. Like, uh, a really stupid mistake. I can charge with deco onto an objective shoot and then delve it before he can, uh, void curse me, but I didn't even think of delving immediately afterwards. So mm. I rather didn't I didn't charge on the damn thing, didn't get the primacy, couldn't inspire. Oh I just realized it later, oh I can just delve. Yeah. What an idiot I was. <laughs> but but anyway, um I think I think yeah, the Crimson Court uh, they are basically uh, they they are my hardest matchup they got the same stats as me just better because they got hammers and uh, block well that's um, interesting
0: so let, let's talk about that a little bit more uh, you you guys both had your picks and then you saw what came out um, Val you're saying you think of, of the of the warbands there, Crimson Court was your toughest matchup and there ended up being two there although you were only expecting one until Zach arrived um, but you you could see that there were, I don't, there were maybe three FLMs, three Hexbanes, four um, of the Gnarl spirit pack, uh, a couple of the storm coven. What what did you what were you guys thinking when you saw that setup? Were you were you feeling like okay, this is what I was expecting? I feel good, or uh, here's what I'm worried about. Like and, and we'll go right back to you here, Val. Um, yeah, it's, it's really. Kinda, go ahead first. Okay, all right, Willie. We'll go to you.
2: Yeah, well. So, uh, obviously, there was a lot of Ethelim, and there was quite a few Hexbane in there. Uh, and those are, especially Ethelim, I played a lot of games against Val, and uh, I'm, I'm familiar with them. I really hate them. I think <laughs> Ethelim is the best fighter out there, but I will never really play him because I really hate him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but... You know, it's and I knew FLM is 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 basically my nemesis for for drum as well, uh, but also I knew I can take him if I play it right. It's 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 not an easy match, but uh, it's it's a winnable match if if you do the right things.
0: Yeah, what what uh, I found against Ephelim with uh, drum is that I will like if I play lights out, if I play like an almost perfect game then I will, I can win by three or four glory, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but that's, that's doable, right? And, and especially if you can, if you can kite Ephelim away a little bit, so you can keep him out of harm's way, out of range, and just don't even care about attacking him. If he got like the upgrades on that, you can distribute damage and heal yourself and all this uh, stuff. Uh, Mm-hmm. And you know, with the Gore Hook and with uh, with some ping damage, it's 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 sometimes worth to just get the charge in, roll two swords, try to get lucky, and then throw another ping damage on there to kill him. Yeah, but it's 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 a tough matchup. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking like there, there's this situation where okay, it's a you know forty percent chance that I land this attack, but if I do, I win the game.
2: yeah and usually I do this it's actually uh, uh, this this reminds me of something I would say the best card in my whole deck where is it call to heal call
0: to heal is
2: is the card that won me I think one third of every match I play
1: Uh, it's
2: it's such a good card and if you have call to heal in your hand you can actually just make this attack Try and roll your two swords and get some lucky crit in there, and then just pull your guy you back. Fail. Yeah, and come on your back. Again, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. So uh, obviously, the eventual winner, and we we talked about this last uh, episode, um, but once again, tip of the hat to Aman. Uh, but was uh, Storm Coven with Forster Frost? Was that on your radar, Willie? As far as a uh, uh, something, a matchup, and how did you feel about that as a possibility?
2: I uh, never played against them, uh, so you never
0: played against Storm Covenant. Uh, you never played against like Storm Covenant with of Frost. Yeah, we we we
2: were uh, we were talking about it in the preparation that uh, we built one deck, and I'm gonna play against them, and then Fell's gonna play against them, and we were gonna both switch the Warband to get to know uh, to know the Warband, mm-hmm. uh, but we ended up not having time for that and not doing that. So I I didn't have a lot of experience uh yeah maybe you know just from building the decks and stuff like that but not like really playing experience interesting uh so yeah i got in against amon quite blind <laughs> uh and just yeah relying on on what my warband can do and know how to play my warband uh, and i think he uh I wouldn't say he was scared but he was uh he was on 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 edge Mm -hmm. to uh to play against rom and uh so yeah i ended up winning the first game so that got him even more on edge you know like oh okay Uh, this this uh I, i because i think he only dropped before that only dropped one game the whole tournament uh, and then he ended up winning the last two games uh, well, the second one I could have won, but he just made like one perfect play by just being able to push somebody while switching his inspire stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah and that was just uh, that was just a pro play that uh, that won in the game basically um, but yeah I, I got him blind and uh, I, th- I think. They are good, but I don't think they're the best. But I think when Amon plays them, they they are really good.
0: I, I think they're very good, yeah. Well, all right, Val. Yeah. What did you think of the lineup, and what, what were you most worried about? Did you feel good about what you'd selected once you saw what was out there?
1: Yeah, I, I felt good about it. Um, but it was not just the lineup. You know, there were also we were also split into two groups, Oh, that's right. And the distribution of warbands was very, very um, unbalanced there. Because in Willy's group, you basically had you hit three hex of eight people, three hex pain. Uh, All two. three hex
0: pain ended up in the one group? Yes. So, yeah, Whoa. yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. Three
1: hex pain, which is such a nice matchup for me. Yeah. Two FLMs, which is a really nice matchup for me too and two north spirit pack and then the drum so mm-hmm. very little variety while I was with 10 players we had storm Coven, oh, mad yeah. mob pandemonium GSP razors crimson court uh, mad mob and another yeah two storm covens in there and yeah. two crimson courts and was it two GSP's no one GSP oh, you
2: had the so, Moloch as well there
1: and the Moloch. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly the Moloch too um I was, I was uh, uh, not really. I wasn't worried about warbands. Uh, I was worried about uh, uh, players. Mm-hmm. Um, but I only I knew Armand. So I was scared of him because he was in my group, but I never had to face him. Yeah. That's why we are still friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no, but but you see. <laughs> In all these hero war movies, they say, if you're not afraid, that means you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I should have uh, looked into the Crimson Court a bit more, but I only saw one. So I said, yeah, okay, it's it's one. Uh, it's uh, it's, it's going to be okay because yeah. the rest of the matchup was okay because I ended up then playing after the two Crimson Court. I ended up playing against uh, the storm coven uh, I won three0 uh, even against their longboard they couldn't get away from me and then I played against the GSP um I also beat them and that was my there was three wins two losses in the uh what was it called in the group in the pool phase um so yeah, that was a bit uh, a, a bit uh, weird with the you know with the with the two groups and and how the war bands were they split up. I understand they tried to do uh, get separate country separate the country people like me and Willie so they don't you know knock each other out. Maybe it would have been also a fun idea to separate the warbands so you don't play mirror matches or the same matchups all the time. But I guess that's too difficult, and you can't predict what people are bringing. Yeah, but, I, think that's yeah. I, I
2: think also uh, if 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 I can add to that, I think uh, the level of players that were there, it didn't really matter what warband you were up against. Everyone was just capable of of. Defeating you in their own way of playing the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And of course, it helps if you have knowledge of, of your opponent and know what cards they have or might have. Uh, but in the end, it, it was a very high level of players uh, that made it difficult and not so much the matchup, in my opinion. That's yeah. fair.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think so too. yeah that's yeah, a good yeah. take. Because, yeah, I think it's nemesis and rivals and championships they have quite different dynamics yeah. uh, when it comes to uh, to to how matchups are yeah um and i think nemesis i like nemesis especially because everybody's gonna have like six seven really uh, good gambits and yeah. two three they're not okay. sure about yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's for everybody's deck yeah. i yeah. think and this is the great thing about nemesis in rivals you just have your deck you have no choice and yeah. there you have a, a, a you can have very different levels of decks strength levels yeah. and in and in championship okay if you go against stone coven with 10 pings uh you better, you know, order your coffin already. Um, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> and in Nemesis, I think everybody is uh, has the right level of uh, discomfort with their deck.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what I found the the most hard to get used to switching from Championship to Nemesis is like having a suboptimal deck and still be able to play properly with them and you know you really have you need to have a mindset like my opponent is going to have the same yeah or else you're going to drive yourself crazy and you're going to keep searching for that perfect deck but yeah there is no perfect deck
0: Willie, when you were when you were talking about it uh you were talking about how it took you so much longer to build a deck with nemesis and that's exactly it you like yeah. it's you have to get in that mindset where like 10 to 20% 10 to 20% of my deck is going to be something that i'm not totally happy with like uh yeah. and and a lot of it is switching back and forth between different other pairings to figure out like can i drive that 20% down to 10% or you know like yeah. where where I, what's the best I, I can get to can i get to 13% cuz yeah that's you know
2: yeah, for me, for me, for example, uh, uh, the objective uh, Macabo Spectacle. Mm. You have to be uh, savage and then kill somebody savage before you activated it. It's it's you know, it's a doable card, but like if I would have another option that's that's better, I would yeah. definitely take it. It's the worst card in my deck. Yeah, uh, and I I really don't like it, and I throw it away a lot of times. But you know you have to make a choice. Yeah. I I was actually considering playing with five surges and uh, seven end phase cards. Yeah. Uh, Because you
0: played with 13, you played with seven and six, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think uh, the 13 was the good choice in the end uh, because I I tend to score most or my complete deck most of the times. Yeah. But uh, I was actually considering, but I think it's, it's uh, not a good choice to ever do that. Yeah. After consideration, but uh, you know
1: so I really it. don't
2: like the card.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, that, that yeah. actually brings me on to another, uh, another good uh, segue here. And that is, uh, after having played at this, what, what was your thought about the state of Nemesis, like the Nemesis format as a whole? Like, do you feel like it's a healthy format? Do you feel like, uh, like, how do you feel about that? And this is coming from, I mean, uh, what, what I love about this question is that it's come from a couple players who have played a lot of championships that's where you guys come from you qualified with rivals <laughs> and then you played this event as nemesis I, we uh, just
2: like the game man doesn't matter what format it is we just we just like the game that's i love obvious,
0: i love right? that take <laughs>
2: <laughs> no but i think uh if, if i may answer that uh fel uh I think uh, it's in a very uh, good situation. I think it needs some getting used to from from the championship community, which are the veterans. But like Val and me, we're also always working and trying to build our own community and getting new people in the game and uh, yeah, growing our own local community to uh, yeah to just make it better and more variety is is better. Yeah. Uh, and then Nemesis is just is just a great format, you know. Like uh, for example, this Thursday I'm gonna play with a with a friend of mine. He never played any Warhammer whatsoever, but he he's a big fan and he just followed my whole journey towards uh, the whole championship. And you know, he's he's really hyped. And I I said to him, "Hey man, this Thursday we're gonna play a game. I'm gonna bring you a Nemesis deck and a Warband, and uh, we're just gonna play a game. And I'll Perfect. show you how it works." And, you know, with championship, that was so much more difficult to do, man. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, uh, it's already a, a complicated game for new people to learn, you know. I, I sent them the PDF for all the rules. Uh, <laughs> then I realized, like, oh, there's actually quite a lot to I read know. through if you want to yeah. learn this game, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I think uh, I think it's, it's great. And also the competitiveness is there, especially with – like, not all war bands, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of war bands that, that really don't stand up to the really competitive play, but uh, a lot of war bands, especially the newer ones, they are. And also, you see some. Competitiveness popping up with new uh, decks uh, uh, that come out, and then all of a sudden you have Moloch that becomes more <laughs> or something else.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Uh, I, I, I love that the format exists because uh, it's been so conducive to our ability to build community locally. and yeah. When I am playing in that format, I'm not playing and thinking this doesn't feel like Underworlds. I'm playing and I'm I'm saying, this feels like Underworlds. Um,
1: Exactly, yeah. Actually, I I think it's quite uh, similar to the feeling of season one, where in the beginning, where you had your Warbands cards and a few other um, Universal cards, but you always had some, nobody scored all their deck yeah um you didn't score but you didn't have to either you were yeah. not gonna score it all but you didn't have to score it all no
0: in um, season, in season yeah. one if if somebody hit double digits you're like oh this guy's an amazing player you know yeah, yeah.
2: I, I, it, it's it's uh I, i'm a firm believer of uh, less choice you know there there there's a goldilocks zone of course but yeah. less choice actually makes the game more interesting and with championship mm-hmm. it's 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 getting to this point that you have too much choice and also the choices are Too strong, you know. Mm -hmm. You can have three great strengths in there, and and five more wounds. You know, that's just super strong. It breaks the game almost.
1: On on the other hand, in championship, how I remember it, you actually did not have so much choice because eighty percent of your cards were already fixed um and 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 then the
0: you we talk about the callback to season one or two and that was the thing like most decks were 80 to 90 percent the same cards and then the last even if you
1: had a different warband yeah yeah yeah
0: (laughs)
2: yeah
1: Yeah. and
2: And i was always you know there's one card you always have to play if you can ever have the chance and that's uh the shard uh shard guild Card that was just Oh, I was gonna say quick card.
0: thinker, but yeah,
1: go ahead.
2: No, man, just put this on the table and everybody starts crying because everybody gets <laughs> one word, you know, and then-
1: except me because I was playing Iron skulls Boys Free Inspire, bam. <laughs> <That's true.
2: laughs>
1: and, then, and then I make an attack and then I play the Heal Everybody one card. Yeah, no. and then I play uh, no. I play that's Karate the dream Reaver, combo. Now
0: we know you're lying because you didn't join till Beast Grave, man.
2: <laughs> Why? Uh, but- he he played uh, he played the old war bands later. No no on. no
1: I played, no 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 I played I played the online game when it uh, came out. All right you got me all right. Yeah. And uh, I'll edit all this out that
0: makes me sound mean.
1: No 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 <laughs> it's all right. But uh, but also also we uh, we do some special tournaments here where we have Shadespire only or uh, light vault only the next one in january is going to be I only hey, I, I know
0: i know that skylar is going to be listening to this episode so and he's the I, one who runs our local league so skylar format options
2: yeah <laughs> think about it Do this, man. it's really fun and so yeah. i think we should take this opportunity your house is big enough right
1: yeah, for sure. Can we
2: just say that, that everybody who listens to this and the whole world is invited to join uh, this tournament? Can we put a link in the bio or something?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be end of January 2024. All Sign right. Sign up to the BCP app. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, I just wanted to just add something to Nemesis, uh, bec- uh, to your question there. Yep. Yep. I think... The Nemesis format is is the most balanced one because it's not optimal for everybody mm. uh, for everybody. yeah. Um, you always have to take a compromise. And even these these and you think you have less choices, but the choices are much more meaningful yeah. because if I change one objective in my deck here, like, let's say I take fastest around, no um, not fast enough is a kill surge, yeah, I take it out and put in the surge, um have two reactions, uh what's it called uh it's the Headcrackers uh, warband, um, something about being cunning. yeah, um exactly, and that changes. A lot, how you have to play in the game, and a lot of the rest of the cards that you have to that you have to choose, Um, or or do I take a weapon or a plus one upgrade? Uh, Because a, a plus one damage, it makes a lot, a big difference, even if it's you know if it's just one card.
2: Yeah, um, and I think also if if you just uh, look at the, the warbands that were at the World Championships, the variation, uh, yes, there were some duplicates or triplicates, but still it was a pretty good variation for yeah, tournaments. Uh, I've, I've been to championship tournaments where there was way less variation on uh, on the amount of warbands with the same yeah, yeah. players. I think
0: the only thing we didn't see, we didn't see anybody who was willing to uh, go all in on hold objectives. We didn't see like a sepulchral guard. We talked about that last episode a little bit. We, we, we didn't see somebody who was like, "I'm a horde warband that wants to hold objectives." Yeah, and-
1: they were all scared of the Eberron's
0: avalanche. I think yeah. I think um, there was a big factor. Yeah,
1: but yeah, yeah. but I I did I I I checked out the warbands, and I think there's at least eighteen warbands, like one third of the warbands, which are competitive in Nemesis. Yeah. I, I, Yeah, 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 for sure. All right. Um, I think so. Um, So, and I don't think in championship it's the same way. Although I have to admit I haven't played championship in a long way.
0: I've been playing a little bit on the Vassal Mm -hmm. League uh, and going up against these Polish players that are just, you know, I'll be like, hey, do you want to play championship or nemesis? And they're like, championship. I was like, oh, all right. And then uh, best of one or best of of three. (laughs) (laughs) All right uh and but it's been i i've really enjoyed those games uh as, as someone yeah. playing a bunch of nemesis and it's just it's uh it's what a great game that they can exist in these formats so
2: yeah it mm-hmm. is. and it's also uh i i played quite a few games also against some polish guy with uh he was playing aflim of course with championship yeah and i was i wanted to practice uh my nemesis deck yeah so i would just take my nemesis deck against their championship oh. deck and still Still destroy them, you know. <laughs> and, uh, but you know what's funny with uh, Ephelim in championship? There, you have the card that you get plus one defense, minus one move, uh, or something. Yeah, uh, that is a really dangerous card for Ephelim because Ephelim on movement two, you can easily kite him around and just kill all the little guys score the, glory, the yeah.
1: weighty blessing yeah weighty blessing that's yeah, the yeah, one
2: yeah yeah he yeah. puts it on Ephelim. <laughs> yeah but it's, it's it's i mean you know if you if you don't want Ephelim to die it's uh, it, uh it's a good card but then you also kind of have to position him in a way that he's already like in the middle of the field or something
0: yeah well all right gents i need to move us towards closing this out but what i want to do we've talked to uh, we've talked about how you came to bring what you brought. We talked about what happened when you were there. We talked about how you feel about the game after it. Uh, you as uh, folks who came from across the Atlantic, uh, just give me some quick thoughts about the event itself and uh, what what you think about this as maybe a thing that might exist going forward. It, it seems like GW is in to make this happen, continuing. Um, how did you feel about how the, the format of the event um, and then – uh you know what your what your thoughts are about this existing
1: without explaining how everything uh, worked again because i think people already uh, they've heard uh, how, how all the things worked um i just say i really really liked having three four hours of a game it allows you to think a lot it allows you to socialize a lot uh it allows you to even take a nap between games, which I did. I mean, games of one match. We played two games and let's say, let's take half an hour nap. And then we played the third one. We did that. Uh, that was really great. Um, I, I loved it. Um, I loved meeting all the, 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 the people from all the different countries, which you usually don't do. Uh, meeting all the you only, people you only know um, online or I only knew online. I loved, I loved all of that. Um, it ran very, very smoothly. The organization was really perfect. There were never any hiccups. Sometimes they had to change a pairing if two players had already played, but they were solved quickly. Judges were also good. Um, having uh, the hotel room in the same hotel as we played was also great. Flying to Atlanta was great, and I think it's going to be Atlanta for the next two years, I heard even. Um, so that's all great. The only thing I have to say I didn't like was the price support, because you got zero. Um, no acrylic tokens, no playmats, nothing at all. We 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 just got we just got a medal at the beginning for qualifying, and then we got there were some other medals that you could win. Uh, I, for best infection that's and, and interesting
0: because so because I, I I heard about so, uh, yeah. I heard about the best overall and best general getting uh all the product for the rest of the year so like that yeah. was an amazing amount of support but it would be so great for every person who participated you know to to have some you know like a medal is cool but it'd be cool if you had like a card or something that you could then play going forward yeah you know, like because a, yeah exactly yeah, something that was like uh, exclusive to having attended the event.
1: Yeah because you know I I'm not going to wear my medal around the neck when <laughs> I go to the next door tournament. That well, sounds like I, that sounds I, like a you, that sounds like a decision you're making. You like Yeah I, well actually
2: actually I would for, for days now i am sure. <laughs> you haven't taken it off. I'm 100% sure.
1: No but there is no band around it. You can't even hang it around <laughs> your neck. <laughs> it's just a coin basically. It's a big it's it's basically a little bit bigger than that metal primacy. Yeah. uh token that they gave out uh when you pre-ordered the game uh the the diacasm so that's why I, I when i came back i just had to drive to belgium the next weekend uh to win a store tournament there to get all these <laughs> <laughs> to get all the death coach yeah I saw it. you won a whole bunch cards. what would you win that with because i saw that i saw you advertising that yeah I, I just took the damn storm Coven. I never played a game with them and I just won the tournament. Ooh. Uh, no more comments <laughs> We were just saying how balanced the game is but. That was,
2: that was like a redemption tournament for you, man uh, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I totally agree with uh Valentin of everything he said, like uh You know, you used to have these uh, Golden Demon cards, you know. I have a set of uh, Grand Tournament winning dice, you know, the the transparent orange ones. You know, in in the past they had a lot of like cool stuff that you're going to use later in in the games as well instead of just having a, a coin laying around in your room.
1: Activation, which, activation tokens yeah, for your exactly, warband,
2: yeah. and uh, but but mm. the rest it was it was really great, and I I can recommend everybody who plays this game, you should try every tournament. You see where you can get a golden ticket or get the golden ticket plus the hotel and uh, and the flight as well, even because it's gonna be like I've been to a lot of tournaments for warhammer underworlds but also 40k uh fantasy ninth age and i i gotta be i'm completely honest with you this was the best experience i ever had on any tournament
0: oh i love to hear that that's awesome. well gentlemen i really appreciate you taking the time to record with us it sounds like uh folks might uh, depending on how the releases work, they, they may have just heard from one or more of you uh, uh, just a, a little bit ago. Uh, I hope we were able to bring something extra to the conversation. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I am looking forward to this. Uh, I can tell you that our our local meta, our local podcast, all that sort of thing, like we're really motivated by this. And like we thought it was kind of an amazing thing to exist uh, and we hope to have some representation there next year. We, we would love to see you there. Will, you made the top eight, right? So you will be there next year?
2: Yeah, I, I ended up on uh, fourth place. I, I kind of had the roughest schedule of everybody uh, playing my uh, death match on uh, Saturday evening after a lot of games already. Huh. Uh, so, yeah, I got invited. Uh, but I'm going to search for like a golden ticket plus hotel and everything and I'm oh just right right so you, to, you're
0: invited but you you you're gonna you're gonna be out for blood to try and get your uh, plane ticket hotel for paid sure,
2: for sure. and i will drag i will drag everybody with me uh to this tournament and uh and get as much people out there as, as we possibly can.
0: Well, that's great. I, I think everything I'm hearing about it is that uh, GW were, were working on figuring out what it was this first year uh, and that they did a, a very good job of it and it will only grow next year. And so we're excited for that.
2: Yeah, I think I think uh, if, if we can add a little bit of critical comment to that, and I think Valentin mentioned it before uh, yesterday as well, that they should – make a much more clear schedule and they should contact much more communities and communities themselves should contact gw as well like hey man give us a golden ticket we organize a cool event we want a golden ticket uh to get a lot of the bus going because uh it's it's definitely worth it yeah
0: Uh, I I think that's all on point. I I would love to see. I think it's only going to grow. I think this game is in a good growth stage. uh, And I think that will continue. So uh, I hope both of you are there next year. Uh, and I hope I get to face you next year.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll see. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've
0: got, I've got, I think I've got one shot. I think I got to do well at LVO because I don't think I'm going to make another grain clash. I don't think there's another grain qualifier or uh, qualifier, but uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm going to battle with all my, uh, all my podcast mates here are going to be there, but uh, yeah. All right. Here we go. If you have enjoyed interacting with us, you can always contact us uh, at WTHCast on the uh, platform, formerly known as Twitter, now X. You can talk to us at whatthehexcast at gmail.com. But even better, any of the discords, we're all over those, uh, especially the Vassal Discord and our own, which is the Mortal Realms Discord. There's a uh, link to that in the show notes. Um, Of course, we thank the Mortal Realms Network for hosting us. Uh, we're part of that and we appreciate that. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, we do have a Patreon and you can just uh, tip us there. Uh, we're going to be working on some options there for uh, uh, rewarding those who have done so. We have a huge thanks to those patrons who do uh, that. It, it really helps us with uh, some of our hosting and lets us do a little more experimentation like this, where we do like a, a, a non-planned episode um, coming up. Uh, soon, we are still hoping that before our next epic episode, the uh, Dagox Stab Lads are available for pre-order. And we will be able to look at them and talk about them, but we don't know at this point. Uh, and uh, LVO, you can expect some buildup for that. We'll figure that out. Uh, gentlemen, I don't know. I don't know if you boys are regular listeners or not, if you are or are not. Uh, you're still getting ambushed with this. Oh
1: no! It's a flavor is.
0: text quiz. It's a flavor text quiz, and, no. <laughs> and Val, <laughs> Val, I I uh, regret to inform you that you are more on the uh, hot seat than than Willie here because this is a card that I suspect was in your deck. No, that's your hint. All right. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> The quote, it is unattributed to any fighter. Uh, it is anonymous. As long as this fighter keeps moving, they're almost untouchable.
1: Uh, it's... Hmm, what could it be? I never read this one, but I have to think about <laughs> it. He's googling Well, right? <laughs> no, I think you can I think you can do this with logic. Okay. So first of all, keep moving. It must be one of the breakneck slaughter cards. Yes, you're correct there. Untouchable means it must be a, a defensive card here. He goes, get ready. watch moving him work. Mark. That's it.
0: You got it. Uh, well done. Yeah, this is my favorite one. E- the- <laughs>
1: either Tumblr or Moving Mark, yeah. but Moving Mark has the moving also in the yeah. name.
0: Yeah, you are correct, sir. You got it. You got it there. And i I'd love to find <laughs> the ones that you can logic out. Uh, I will close this out with a uh, recommended listening, and this is with Hey, the- really,
1: really, you have to ask, really, a Clever? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, <laughs> Willie, you want your own as well?
2: Of course. Bring All
0: into right. it All right, uh, let's see. Uh, so it's going to have to be something from your deck. Uh, <laughs> let's see. We're going to go, hmm, let's go with something that you would probably have. We'll go with, um, uh, this also has no one uh, attributed to this, a Vile Curse. With appropriately explosive results.
2: Ooh! <laughs> yeah, that can only be one, right? It's it's gonna be a pink card. So, and it's from from drumstacks. So, that's gonna be blood boil.
0: Oh, you guys are amazing! You get you, yeah. one and run, <laughs> both of you. All right, T- uh, hats off to the to the uh, Dutch community for. Uh, th- <laughs> The most important thing is that you got the uh, you got the flavor text quiz correct. Uh, anything else?
1: <laughs> what do we win? win? What do <laughs> we win? I, I expect some acrylic tokens now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no I want and now I want the what the heck's um, um, designed uh, moving target um, card <laughs> I
0: don't know <laughs> if I can promise that I can I can talk to Skyler because he is doing some laser etched stuff we, we we may be able to send you something there so uh, our uh, recommended listening as we do every episode this is going to be the rapper Typhoon who is out of the Netherlands and it is his uh, track Surfin and uh, that will do it for us uh, for what the heck I've been Davey
1: And I've been Val. And I've been Willie.
0: And uh, I know it's only no, about no, uh, no. two or three thousand dollars for you to go, but uh, I will buy you a free drink if you go. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll make it worth it. Yeah. So,
0: so really, you're just talking about uh, two thousand nine hundred and ninety-four dollars, really. So you know, that's uh, that's a cheap beer, man. No, yeah.